Hey everybody, we at Podgave Rock and Roll Do You want to make it clear that we don't mean any offense by our comments, critiques, or opinions. We're not music critics, just buddies that use talking about music as an excuse to hang out. Also, our language is intended for adult ears. Enjoy! Cause I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out on the jukebox singing Honk, it's all women Why did you drive to Palm Springs this afternoon? Oh, uh, because I finally tested negative, but I'm still getting paid time off from work for the rest of the week. And so we had to go have a little vacation. Well, just to be clear, you tested negative for... (laughs) COVID-19. The virus that causes AIDS. (laughs) And and you said you're you're staying in a nice little boutique ho- hotel across from yes. the casino, which I am and was unaware that there was a casino. I mean, I know Mar- what is it? Moranga is on the way. Okay, it's it's Morongo, not Moranga. You fucking redneck. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but yes, it's Ag- it's Agua Caliente, and there's one in Palm Springs, and then there's also one in Rancho Mirage. That one has a hotel in it. Oh, so that's the fancy one. I'm an expert on casinos because my boyfriend is a professional gambler. Basically, he loves. Oh. He loves. He loves the gambling. I don't know. Does he love it or is he a professional? He is a professional in other ways. He he has he has a real job. It's not like we're we might stay in Palm Springs forever if things go south. You know, like I'm I'm. I'm not going to blink twice at you guys if I need some help. You know what I mean? <laughs> so let's talk about you and, and gambling for a second. Now, when you go to that casino, what would you say? Agua Caliente? Yeah. So hot water. When you go to hot water later, uh, the English <laughs> I'm so translation. glad you got that, Josh. What are you going to play? Uh, $3 blackjack. Ah, okay. It's the cheapest you can throw in. It's really fun. God, that sounds so great. How long have mm-hmm. you been playing blackjack, Jennifer? Since college. Okay. Okay. So how long? How long have you been playing blackjack, Josh? Come on. When so in Mississippi, you're really never more than two hours away from a casino because they have them on the reservations and they have them on the river and on the coast. So I can't remember if they were. It was eighteen or twenty-one when you could start gambling. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Right. Because I was going to the Cherokee Casino. Yeah, so I've been playing since I was 18. uh, On the Oklahoma State state line. Ah, I was about to say, I'm assuming that's on the reservation. Yeah, there's no gambling in Arkansas. Neil, what about you? Oh, well, I grew up uh, in a family that liked to play poker. So I've always been aware and had fun gambling. But with blackjack, however long I've been playing, that's how many days it's been too many. <laughs> no, no luck, no luck, Neil. Well, every once in a while, but I mean, it's it's uh, win win one lose ten, win two win wow. lose fifteen. I, that's you. That's usually how it is at casinos. So, I mean, yeah. I don't love the game, um, but it is fun when it's smaller stakes. Like when you go to Vegas, it's like twenty twenty five dollar hands. You're like Jesus, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, but do you? But do you love the player, Neil? Is the bigger question. <laughs> I love it all, Josh. <laughs> so, Jennifer, the first time you went to a, a casino, the first time you gambled on anything, what what was it? Okay, so the first time I went gambling, we had just turned 18, and we went 
to Arkansas State Line, the Cherokee Casino, and we went and played slots. And it was super smoky and gross and dirty and fun. And I sat down at a slot and I looked over and there was this guy by himself drinking a beer. And I go, Brother Doug? And it was a <laughs> guy that was a, he was a deacon at our church. Like I had grown up with him going to all of our church events and everything. And he was so embarrassed to see me there <laughs> and i shouldn't have called him brother doug i should have just been like what's up doug you know <laughs> you, should, you should have like moseyed up and been like was... uh neil what's um what uh what is your first experience uh gambling well like i said i grew up playing poker i, I don't have any great memories of the first time I gambled because I think my stepdad Frank actually one day he was babysitting me and my brother and we must have been like five and seven and he got he got yeah. out the jar of pennies and he's like all right boys this is, this is poker so <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> that's yeah, nice that's the first time I, I ever gambled and uh, what a sweet memory <laughs> with your with your stepfather yeah. you got there yeah yeah I have so many gambling memories. Um, I, I, I'm from a gambling family. My oldest brother uh, and his friends used to play Bure. And like he would have friends over at, I don't know, A17 to 20, like when he was home from college. And I'm nine years younger than him. So like probably like I taught my friends at like nine how to play Bure. Like we used to play Bure for n nickels and then dimes and then quarters. And that was the game. It was it was only Bure until casino in at eighteen. And then I would go with my dad and my brothers and Mr. Harry Simmons and we would they would play craps. I'd play blackjack until I graduated to craps. Mr. Harry Simmons? Oh yeah, Mr. Harry Simmons. <laughs> Isn't that the that's the most southern thing? He's the he's the Mr. man. You know, Do you ever Mr. Utter Harry his Simmons. Name? Is it always all three? No, no, no. I call yes. him Mr. I call him Mr. Harry. I where where Jennifer and I are from, we we were raised to like like our parents' good friends, we call them Mr. or Mrs. in their first name. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else, it's like Mr. Smith or Mrs. Smith. Mm -hmm. Or if they're not married, Miss Smith. Don't you think the guys should have two handles as well? Like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. are the same. And then Miss no, Mr. and Mrs., yeah. And then Miss and Well, now People write mix, MX. It's gender neutral. That's mm. what some teachers at my school do. MX. Do you? Have you changed mm -mm. your pronouns yet? <laughs> no, I write M I S S because I'm a young ass bit. That's what I come in. I'm like, I'm not M R S. No, son. I am M I S S. I am the youngest woman at this school. You better know it. Well, you better know it. <laughs> well, well, this young ass bitch that you're hearing, uh, our listeners, is our <laughs> is our newest guest, and that is our old friend, our young friend that we've Super known young. for a okay. long time. <laughs> a <Okay>. what? Uh, our <laughs> Miss Jennifer Jones. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Yes, Jennifer, <laughs> we're so happy you uh, decided to join us on this rock and roll fantasy. I think we're gonna have a good time. I think you'll be good at it. It's my my rock and roll dream, right? Is that the next line? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You know Here it. Here come You're the all... Jennifers. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. 
oh, there's only one. You know what else, you guys? I I realize this because I listened to your podcast before coming on the podcast because I'm respectful and I research. But I was so excited that Shit House was the song that you use because oh, that's you. my favorite from your album. Thank and you. also, I know all the words to that album. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I, pr- I probably made you listen to it a lot when we were drinking on no, the porch that's, years ago. Okay, that's that's. I, I love it that you think that, but that's not the reason. <laughs> I, I did go I did go and see you guys play a lot, which was great. But, and I want you guys to still play at every bar that I ever go to. That would be great <laughs> if that could just happen. But I've had two CDs get stuck in my CD player. <laughs> oh, yeah. One is the the doc, dr dre the chronic so if nice. you play anything the chronic da 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 it's the motherfucking do double g that <laughs> but then also for the kings for the kings <laughs> is the other album oh, so nice. you play me any song i i would be like i'll join in <laughs> Opposite ends of the the music spectrum there. Well, I have one last question for you, and this is going to go to everyone. Since we started off talking about gambling, uh, Jennifer, what's the most money you've ever allowed yourself to lose gambling? Only a hundred dollars. That's as far as I'll go. Nice. I, I don't do. I'm I'm not crazy. And you've but never you gotten know how much past I've won? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead with the with the with the winnings. Yeah. Super Bowl players this year. I put in forty dollars and I fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, girl! Nice work. Uh, oh yeah. And I felt proud of myself because I was the I was the <clears throat> poorest person playing, so I deserve. Uh, Neil, why don't you uh, tell us how much you've lost, and you know if you want how much well, you've I got won. one story that covers it all. It was about eight, well maybe eight to ten years ago, Pete's bachelor party. You were there. They hired a whole casino, basically, to come in. Oh, yeah. And then everyone gets a certain amount of chips. And basically, you can play whatever game you want. And at the end of the night, whoever has the most chips wins all the money. And some... I I wasn't even into it. Like, I think at 11.30 or close to midnight, I started playing blackjack. And must have won 30 hands in a row. And I just kept letting it ride. And so it was hours before the event was even over. And I was already the clear winner. I just basically had to just pack it in and wait to collect so i won about i vaguely remember that yeah i won about 700 Mm dollars on that but then that next week our friend mike russick talked me into going to vegas so i just went to vegas and immediately lost the 700 dollars right back (laughs) so so you came out even there that's not terrible i i i try to do the 200 is the most i'm gonna lose when i walk into a casino but there was one Mm -hmm. weekend my it was either the first or second weekend my brother and I went my oldest brother and I went to Vegas I drove because I had my old 97 Pathfinder and I lost I think we both lost about 1500 to $2,000 and I dropped him off at the airport on the way home had ne- I was did not have that much money like that it hurt it hurt yeah and then I dropped him off the airport he was flying back to San Francisco, got on the highway, bumper to bumper traffic about 10 miles out to that like fucking fruit stand or whatever it is when you hit the California state line. He calls me when he's on his couch in San Francisco. I'm like, dude, I have gone 45 miles. Wow. It took me nine and a half hours to get home. 
yeah. from Vegas. Oh, that's a, that's a I've been there. Terrible drive. If you've lost the, I've been yeah. there. And then oh the, my god, the most money I've ever won would have been Neil. I mean, mm-hmm. we do a suicide pool in the NFL every year, and we won one year and split it up, and it was I don't know, it was like twenty five hundred a piece. Oh, yeah. Right? oh yeah, that was, that yeah. was glorious. Yeah, it was it was glorious, and it was the Patriots Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl, uh, the big comeback, and we had the Patriots. Minus three and a half, <laughs> needed the comeback and needed a touchdown, and we got it. Twenty-eight three. There you go. You, you might even say we drew the ace of spades. Oh, and then what does that lead us into, Josh? I didn't know where you're going with all this what gambling is talk. What's next on the docket? Oh my goodness. On the And on that note, uh, you were listening to Pod Gay Rock and Roll to you. And this week, we are talking about gambling because this week we are talking about the Ace of Spades by Motorhead from their 1980 album, Ace of Spades, uh, written by Eddie Clark, Lemmy, and Phil Taylor, and produced by Vic Mail, Mile, I don't know, and released on bronze. It's a it's an amazing song. I I love it because it sounds like there's a fucking war coming, but I don't want anything to do with it. Like the there's a war coming and it's already over because whoever's battle cry that is is definitely the winner. The one who doesn't give a um, fuck. Yeah. And I, I chose it. It's different from a lot of the other songs we talk about. Super aggressive. You know, it's just pure adrenaline. I, I just love the the vibe it has. I love that somehow. They wrote such a badass song about just a playing yeah. card. It's it's badass, and at the same time, I could see my mom saying like, "Oh, that's a fun song." <laughs> it's it's just it's very reckless. It's kind of like a crazy guy you don't want to fight with. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty timeless. Uh, I was surprised this was 1980. I feel like this could have been 90s, or I wouldn't be surprised if it was a, a band that came yeah. out now. Production production value it, is 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 good. Yeah. So Ace of Spades. It's about time. Ace of Spades. Uh, oddly enough, I I don't think I'd ever heard the song, or if I, I did, it, it just didn't stick with me. I mean, I definitely have because I read that it's in Superbad. So, and I've seen that movie I don't know fifty times. So I've definitely heard the song at least fifty times. But but you know, I'd heard of the I'd heard of Motorhead and I'd heard of Lemmy because he you know used to hang out at the Rainbow Room and that was always kind of the thing. And now there's a statue of him there. Uh, the Rainbow Room's on Sunset Boulevard for those who. Who don't know? Thanks, Josh. Okay, thanks. <laughs> now, now, now you know. <laughs> um, either way, I, I wish I would have known this song before this week. Like, I, this would have been a staple in like my before high school football game oh, yeah. locker room oh, yeah. playlist. Like, getting amped up. It's pure, just kick-ass machismo, cliche. Don't give a fuck, rock and roll. Plain and simple. There's nothing complicated about this song. It's got a kick-ass riff. I don't love heavy metal, heavy metal, and I, I do like I do like punk, and this song has a lot of elements of both. But like for me, it's just a kick-ass rock and roll song. And you know, if you like kick-ass <laughs> rock and roll music, then this is as this good as it gets. And if and if you and if you don't, then this is probably not something you should be listening to. I agree with Neil about it being a battle cry. In, in a sense that if everybody that were in the battle also <laughs> didn't speak the language you speak 
and you don't know what everyone's <laughs> saying at all because when I listened mm-hmm. to it, I didn't know what anyone was saying at all. And also, I didn't know much about Motorhead because I was trying to think. I go, did I see them at the Orange <laughs> County Fair that one year? No, that was Ario Speedwagon and Sticks, Jennifer. Okay, got it. And then I go, Motorhead. Yes. What's your price for flight? Yes. <laughs> yeah and 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 then john goes that's right and we were like we're right and then we were like no no that's night ranger that is not what they're saying in the song anyway but i i did love to um put put it all together because life is full circle in that um when i watch the video they are all very sexy and their hair is amazing <laughs> And so John, you guys, when you first met John, my boyfriend, he had that amazing handlebar stash yeah, and he yeah. looks like the sexiest trucker of all time. <laughs> and oh, oh my God, P- women would come up to me and be like, you let him have that. And I'm like, bitch, this was my idea. Like, what are you talking about? But people always call him Lemmy and I didn't get it until... Nice. So thank you, Neil, for helping yeah, me it all together. Yeah. get it. Uh, yeah, you 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 helped me become a, a smarter individual <laughs> oh. <laughs> because of your song choice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, it, it was a surprising song choice, Neil. I mean, when you said Motorhead, Ace of Spades, and I think I told you mm. and Kevin, our last guest, I was like, I don't think I've heard that song. And I'm like, yeah, you have. <laughs> and then I, pl- I was playing it around the house this week, and, and my girlfriend was like, Ugh, no headphones. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I, I, I can, I can let you ruin a lot of songs for me by doing this pod, but this one mm-hmm. I already hate, and I don't want to listen oh, to man, it. And I was like, again, if you don't like kick-ass rock and roll, you're probably. It's been in, if you listen to a lot of Taylor Swift, you know. Yeah, it's been in my wheelhouse uh, almost my whole life. I mean, I'd say the past twenty years, my boss is a crazy man. This is one of his all-time favorites. So. I hear it once a week from mm-hmm. him. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jennifer, do you like the song? Okay, so the I do like... I, I mean, the song is okay, but I did think it was cool that it's very rare that a lead singer is a bass guitarist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Which I, I think that, that it has to be so difficult. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would not know. Okay. <laughs> I ain't got soul, but I'm a sailor. Did that sound a, that sounded just like Josh? Yeah, yeah. I if if something happens to Josh, I'm like I'm for the kings with Jen. Okay, for the Jens. Um, for, for the, the Jens. For, for the miss, Neil. Okay, no, but I just thought it was really cool, and because Neil played plays the bass very well, I was like, oh, this is this is a perfect song for him to play uh, I, or for for him to pick yeah oh wait neil uh you were and play I, I thought everyone knew about this song i'm surprised you guys didn't um and also the reason it was such in my head is because um that uh that show um severance it's heavily used in that show oh Totoro Totoro paints every night to this song all night is that right i that song that that show got me through COVID. <laughs> I was addicted. I loved it. I didn't. Well, I didn't when he's painting that, that black Neil, hallway, like that? every scene, he plays yeah. it all night, like on repeat, and just paints. 
Are you I'm serious? serious. I, it's it's the same thing I said about Superbad. It's like I know I've heard the song, but it just didn't stick with me. And oh my god! And, and honestly, sh- I worship that show. That show is yeah, so freaking it's, good. It's, Who knew Ben Stiller? It's 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 on the list. But in in that sense, it is. While I think it's a great song, it's also very forgettable because it's it almost sounds like the perfect generic heavy rock song the catchiest thing about the song and probably the best part of the song is that kick-ass riff mm-hmm. that they open up with and that's they're opening up just the bass right mm-hmm. he's just coming in yeah yeah which it sounds like a guitar because it has like distortion on it i thought oh, it no. was until i yeah read. the the band band event is guitar Okay. So, so you at the beginning there, which is my favorite part of the song, you have the and then the but I thought the bass did that before the guitar comes in. Um, no, it goes. Um, yeah, it's like a, what is that? A walk up? Yeah, yeah. And then the the drums, and then that guitar comes in, and then he comes in with that killer line of. If you like to gamble, I tell you, I'm your man. You win some, lose some. It's all the same to me. That is about as much of an I don't give a fuck about anything <laughs> line that you could open up with a song with. I know. Also, Josh, you had to look up what those were because you know you just heard that as la ba da do ba do ba da ba Yes. Like, you can't understand it. The cool thing about this song, though, is you don't really need to know what the hell he's saying. You can tell from just right. the music. I, I felt his yeah, vibe. It's all yes, about just right. the, the vibe. Jennifer, we have a thing we call rock and roll lyrics. It's basically just lyrics that kind of are just gibberish that sound cool. And, you know, I mean, if you read this stuff, it's... You know, the pleasure is to play. It makes no difference what you say. I don't share your greed. The only card I need is the ace of spades. Like, it's basically just a bunch of gambling cliches that are sound really cool thrown into a song that ha- is mm-hmm. very rock. Yeah. It, it's quintessential rock and roll gibberish in the uh, in the best way, in the most fun way. Yeah, and I love how he basically he's throwing all this stuff in, but just jamming it in. Yeah, rhyme. I don't even want it to rhyme. Fuck rhyming. It's all the same to me. Ah. You know, like every, like there's no syllable count. Like it rhymes every once in a while. I think probably accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) Accidental rhymes. (laughs) That should be a new, a new category of song. Uh, It's an, it's one of those accidental rhymers. It's so cliche that he even throws out like a dice. Like he's like Mm -hmm. uh, seven or 11 snake eyes watching you. That's a Mm -hmm. dice is not in poker. (laughs) Like he's just like, fuck it. We're we're throwing dice while playing. He went on to, he went on to crap. Yeah. <laughs> he went under crap. Yeah, he's, he was he was over he's got, it. He's got he's got the the cards in one hand and the dice in the other. You well, know, he's just and he's uh-huh. putting it down under the table. He's the kind of guy you'd be playing dice and he's just like Ace of Spades, I win, and everyone's like, "Yep, he wins." <laughs> <laughs> there is one other really cool lyrical thing in the song that I find when you read the lyrics, Jennifer. And, you know, I know you can't understand it, but uh, it's called British. He's he's singing British, okay. <laughs> Uh, but he says, uh, you know, I'm born to lose and gambling's made for fools, but that's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. It's the best. <laughs> Which is just every, fantastic. It's just caution of the wind. Like, <laughs> fuck everything. And, and, and I think that line is very gambling. Just like, I don't want to live forever, whatever, all in. 
I, not every not every gambler's like that. I, I think like not at all. Not the good ones. <laughs> It it, it it just seems like he's gambling to gamble for for the rush either way. Yeah. Whereas and and you yeah. know and for and to some extent, I think everybody who gambles has that in them because even when you lose, it is a certain rush. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the mm-hmm. discipline of Jennifer and you can just be like, eh, hundred bucks, I'm out. That's great. But if you have the discipline of me, where I'm like, depending on how many drinks I'm in, I'm like, I can, am mm-hmm. I gonna go back for another two hundred? Yeah, I can, I can yes, get I that back immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys gambled recently? Have you been to casinos recently, like since COVID? No. Okay, it's it's tough out there. I'm not gambling. I'm not gambling with a mask. It's not. Fuck that. Okay, no, I'm not saying a mask. I'm saying. It's like it's a weirder scene. It's only, it's only every people now there and then grinding out it. fucking wins. <laughs> yes. yes. Looking for suckers. John like and you. I. <laughs> yeah, we saw we were right next to this woman who was at the bar at the slots at the bar, you know, mm-hmm. who won a grand on on like one pull, oh. and John and I were like, yeah, like celebrating her win, and she was just dead. And just dead inside and she was like she was dead focused. inside she was and we were like what she was she was only thinking about like, she was only thinking about the next hand oh um, yeah how could you how could you possibly not be excited and as loud as we are i don't understand <laughs> well i'll tell you what else is excited and and loud is his vocal and and i know you said that you couldn't understand what he was saying honestly I've seen more pictures of Lemmy than I've ever heard him sing, and his voice is better than I expected it to be. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. There's, there's a lot of strain, but there's also a lot of power, and you can tell this guy has experienced the shit mm-hmm. that he's singing about. So he's coming from a, 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 a legit place. He also sounds like a guy who could exist in kind of the shadier aspects of this gambling world and lose and win, and also shoot someone or fucking amount of money you know yeah i'd say what that's one of my favorite parts is just the way he sings you know it's it's got so much character and just even the way it's like hey some spades you know like he's um, there's a lot of hard rock and this and that but it's got such a cool character to just what he's doing with his voice jennifer would you say he has a smoky vocal yeah it's it's two packs a day (laughs) You know, it's really this. It's it's just this sexy vibe. Yeah, yeah. It... Um, everyone in the band is well, hot. Every. <laughs> have you seen pictures of older Lemmy though? Which is all that I had seen of him before I watched the video. Oh, of older Lemmy looks rad as shit. He even, <laughs> even look at that. Hello. Uh, it, it's, I, it's, he, it's gotta be the hat, right? This, he's still wearing the same hat. <laughs> I, I love somebody that loves a good hat and keeps it forever that's great he kind of strikes me as somebody who's just been a beat up old man from like the age of 25 until he died Mm -hmm. and this song is just i know you said a bat y'all both kind of said a battle cry but his voice just sounds like as well as the drums and the guitar and the bass like this is just a race they're just racing to get to the end so in, in that sense i guess if it is a battle cry you can picture some folks racing across a field going, yeah. going into battle yeah, you know yeah. he's he's battling something <laughs> i i like that 
meth maybe in some of these pictures <laughs> but his name is ian fraser kilmeister wow, wow. i did not know that. i knew his last name was kilmeister I think we brought said. this up before you just mentioned meth but i think motorhead is a uh, term for a speedhead or a meth head uh, is it really? That makes sense. I didn't know that. That's <laughs> fun. The motorhead. What is that motorhead over there doing? <laughs> that sounds accurate. Now, m- moving past the vocal, the the melody in the song, it's fine. I enjoy it, how it gets to Ace of Spades. Like you said, Neil, he's like, he doesn't really care about rhyming. He doesn't really deviate that far. He's not like, mm-hmm. you know, he starts out. Yeah, there's not even really a melody. It's it's all rhythmic. Yeah, it's very percussive, but like slightly. It's he's not like, you know. I mean, it's 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 not it's not it's not Red Hot Chili Peppers percussive. Oh boy. Okay, what did the Red Hot Chili Peppers do to you? I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan. Okay. Well. One of these days, you'll be doing a full hour. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to pick every uh, the worst song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm very excited. Um, I'm going to slow it down how all female singers do. I'm going to be like, can't stop addicted to the shindig. <laughs> um, and, and the same with the, the, the chord progression in this. I mean, it's basically just one, it's one five four the whole way through. I mean, it's it, I think it's in G, right? Um, well, it's in, it's in E and then they go to the G. Does it change keys when it goes to that bridge? Um, it definitely. Yes. <laughs> kind of. It goes to the A. It's in E and it goes to A, but then up to the B. So it's kind of playing around with every, all the power chords you can use around an E, like almost all of them. You know what I mean? Just in different, okay. um, cause it goes E to G and then later in the verse it goes to D then C and yeah. And the, and the folks playing around with that with that E there are Lemmy, bass and vocals, Fast Eddie Clark on guitars, and Phil Filthy Animal Taylor on drums. And Filthy with a P-I-H-I-L. <laughs> so Filthy Animal, Fast Eddie, and Lemmy make up the band called Motorhead. They're basically just following this riff the whole time. Yeah, right, right. they are, but it, it's... It's it's really good guitar playing and good it's it's good musicianship throughout the whole song. Yeah, and I think you mentioned it before, Josh. It, it almost does sound like whatever they're going for. This is the purest form of that. And yes. it's funny too because I always thought Motorhead was a little more super hard rock, you know. But this song and this album I listened to it, it it's it's just like hard classic rock. You know what I mean? It's very bluesy. Pretty much, yeah. Even the guitar playing, the solo in this, it's it's very classy. They're not, he's not doing any like super um, hard rock tropes. It, it's it's very well done, the whole thing. Well, as as we've mentioned before, and and Jennifer, you this may, hopefully this makes sense to you. In the late seventies, there was so much money and so much cocaine, and just for everyone, that it's almost like they went into the studio with. A very good producer. The producer on this, I hate that I'm going to get his name wrong, but it's Vic, M-A-I-L-E. I don't know how to pronounce that. But, like, he started as a sound engineer for the animals. Uh, we Gotta Get Out of This Place, which is a great tune. He's worked with Jimmy. Ooh, I love that yeah. song. He's worked with Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. He's worked with Zeppelin. He's worked with Fleetwood Mac, Guns N' Roses, The Kinks, Small Faces. And, and he was uh, oddly responsible for the Who's Live at Leeds recording, but it says that the Who produced it. Um, because 
bands get to do that, I guess. And I, I think the production, the way he's able to wrangle their sound into such a clean production that doesn't <clears throat> really take the edge off is yeah. is why this song sounds like what we're talking about. Yeah, and it sounded like he was the adult in the room. They're like, he didn't drink, he didn't smoke. He's, you know, watched his health very closely. He was diabetic. Yeah, he was diabetic. <clears throat> and anything he wanted to do, they were scared to tell him no. They were like, ah, we can't, we can't fuck with him too much. Let's, let's do it. You know, he, he's very fragile. That's why there's <laughs> woodblock. And that's why you hear woodblock on the yeah, song. Yeah. Just the fact that he's able to get the this, and obviously there's not a lot going on. I mean, it's one guitar, bass, and drums, but, but nothing really steps on anything else yeah, in the song. Yeah, it's very well it's done, very and you can tell they're beating the shit out of these instruments, but the way it was produced, it sounds just very polished. Yeah. Now, Jennifer, do you notice stuff like that when you listen to music? I do. But, um, you know, it's really hard to notice all those things whenever you're watching the video. And, <laughs> she um, can't get Everybody's hair is so windblown. It's, I, it's a pretty sweet video. It is. It was. Everybody is so beautiful and cool. It looks like they're just on a soundstage in like a TV studio. Yes. But there's, and that's all they needed. It didn't have to be anything. Yeah. I don't think there's an audience. It, it doesn't. No. Yeah. It, it's it's a really good setting for them. And they do. I love how I've never seen somebody sing where the mic stand goes way up and then the mic drops down and he's lo- like basically just looking straight up at it to sing. Uh, it's a good angle. It, <laughs> you like Adam? You for like both, to see his Adam's both apple? Visuals, <laughs> visuals and, sing- and singing. <laughs> well, it does, <laughs> it does help you breathe when you're... Well, he was doing a lot of the flutter stuff you know the the <laughs> basics of singing the flutter the stuff. flutter stuff he was flutter yeah. he was fluttering up there <laughs> oh yeah you gotta do it open up your lungs oh my goodness well before we move on um neil you gotta comment on the guitar so I, the guitar solo is fine it's nothing like next level it's good playing it's solid um well it, yeah exactly that that's those are my thoughts i just the best part of the guitar solo is that he introduces him as the joker don't forget the joker and then the guitar comes in <laughs> it's like fast eddie's the joker uh, just a couple fun facts real quick. The uh, It hit number 15 on the UK charts when it came out, and then after Lemmy's death, it hit. It came back and hit number 13. He refers to the death hand in the song, which is aces and eights, and it's called the death hand because supposedly that's what Wild Bill Hickok mm-hmm. was holding in his hand when he got shot mm-hmm. from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, yeah. I did a high school uh, paper on Wild Bill Hickok. <laughs> Interesting. So you already knew that. Nice. What did you get a good grade on that? Yeah, I always got good grades. <laughs> <laughs> Lemmy also said he wrote this in a van, in the back of a van, going ninety miles per hour down by a river. <laughs> was there um, a, a was there a kidnapped child in there? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Gabby Petito. <laughs> well, I, th- I think we move away from Gabby and start vibing. So. No more van life. No more van life. Now, Jennifer, we ask our guests to give us a vibe sound, whatever you want it to be. Are you are you are you willing and able? Any sound that any, I want to make. Any vibe sound. Yeah. So. Are you are you gonna chop and screw it? Are you gonna like swoosh a house it? 
Now, Swisha that's what you're doing. It. You're making the noise that brings us into five. You don't know who Swisha House is? Josh, no. you were not a teenager in the South. <laughs> well, cue, cue, the, cue the vibe music in three, okay. two, one. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I knew that. I just didn't know what that was called. Hootie hoo! I, I, I think in Mississippi they say woody woo. It's uh, woody woo, yeah. yeah. It's and, a little different. <laughs> mm. Neil, when do you want to hear? Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Well, I think it's an easy answer. Definitely on a road trip to Vegas, going about 100, trying to beat your best time. Like, it's a perfect song because you're going fast, flying down the road to Vegas. That's where you Eh, want to Getting ready to gamble. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Jen? Oh, pick me. Um, (laughs) I want to hear it at the lake beaver lake that's that's our lake in arkansas nice we listen to hair bands that's all we listen to at on beaver the lake, lake but this, you listen and, to hair bands we listen to hair bands we dive into the beavers <laughs> and that's that's what okay, we are sweet. doing in arkansas so Thank this you. would this would be the the hair band at beaver lake um mm. on this beaver, saturday yes. okay okay i like mm. it i dig it uh i i'm <laughs> This would be perfect when you want to get when you want to get amped for a fight, or you know, Ooh. at this point in my life, more likely a really big college football game that I'm getting trying to get pumped up mm-hmm. about. Wait, but Josh, who are you fighting? Somebody who messes like, with me on the street. Somebody who steps up. So <laughs> <laughs> say what again, Josh? Did, Let me uh, play my intro music to <laughs> fighting with you. Yeah. Did you were you saying you wanted to hear this like in the stadium or just when you're by yourself? Like having a like team, getting Saturday, ready for like in my pajama <laughs> pants, like let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's definitely just, having a tea. Just, yeah, definitely drinking tea, and then Bree coming in and being like, "Headphones, yeah, headphones, headphones Josh." Josh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just having a nice glare. Yes. Leave and, me alone. And speaking of an. And going to fight everyone. <laughs> and speaking of a nice pu'er and then a, a street brawl, I think that it's time we uh, slide under the influence and discuss the influences of this song. So, Jennifer, tell us what this song reminds you of. It, it, it immediately took me to the lake, as you know. Yes. But it reminded me of, like, GNR, of, mm-hmm. of uh, Thunderstruck. It reminded yeah. me of all those songs where you don't know what they're saying. You're just like... Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, this band is very ACDC. Uh, yeah, like, but yeah. more what like which I love less with less blues. I think a little bit, right? Yes. Yeah, a, a, a little bit. I, I would say also the song reminds me a lot. There is a Kings of Leon song on their second album, Ah uh-huh, Shake Heartbreak, called Spiral Staircase. <laughs> it really sounds mm-hmm. like this song, and and a lot of their a lot of their like just straightforward early stuff that it has a similar production value josh that is one of my favorite albums i can't believe you mentioned that i love that album and you can't you can't understand a lick of it but it is you can't not dance like i dare you it's an underrated album yes yes neil what what's what you got in the I definitely agree with GNR um, and ACDC, specifically uh, Dirty Deeds, just the way the, the voice oh, Dirty yeah. Deeds. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thunder, cheap. 
Um, and it really reminds me actually of that um, Stooges song, I Want to Be Your Dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, just kind of, that sounds almost like a battle cry too. And then in that vein, a lot slower, but just because it's a chromatic kind of rock and roll um, Zeppelin cashmere, like, banana. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of uh, cashmere, um, Jennifer, uh, would you? <laughs> okay. Jennifer, that's a good one. Wait, wait for it. That tag is anything. Speaking of cashmere, uh, Jennifer, would you like to join us under the covers for a minute? Sure. Why not? <laughs> and, and as we slide under the covers and talk about the covers of this song. Uh, I will I will get us started off on this. <laughs> yes, um, that's clever. Uh, yeah, see, surprise, surprise. There's a lot of bluegrass versions mm-hmm. of this song. I, I would point out Lisa LeBlanc does a kind of a female vocal version that kind of keeps somewhat of the rock atmosphere going, and it's a pretty good one. I thought you said Lisa Loeb at first. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> Am I hearing what I want to? Um, <laughs> Lisa LeBlanc. Is she related to Matt? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, maybe. Joey's ah, sister. Yeah. Joey's sister. <laughs> now, hey, hey, what is she doing? <laughs> she out here? I've still never seen Friends. Um, <laughs> what? So, anyway, Josh another... is a sociopath. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, another another cover by Hazy Dixie, which is a bluegrass version that steers far away from the kick-ass vibe and goes straight oh. bluegrass, cutesy bluegrass, mm. and it is not good. Is it yodely? Is it yodely? It, yes, it's a little yodely. Okay. It's not good. Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. And then Body Count, Ice-T's hard, hard, heavy metal band does a version, and he sounds great singing this song, not going to lie. Yeah. And, but the stand- Really? The, yes, yes. And he starts off, he's like, this goes out to my boy Lemmy. And then just, boom, they get into it. But the standout is Link Ray, just a great artist, does like his jazz rock instrumental version. That is fan-fucking-tastic. Huh. I didn't listen to uh, that. It is? So that's, wow. that's the one I would say check out if you haven't. Now- Jennifer, did you did you listen to any covers? I listened to the one where I have no idea who it was, but it was amazing, and I was screaming at my phone. It was <laughs> these guys. It it looked at first like they were playing an organ, but it was them playing something that was hooked onto a, a cathedral's bell, mm-hmm. and they were playing the the music that way and it was amazing and i thought when he died they played ace of spades in this cathedral which is rad as shit and i hope they did that but then when i looked up when he died it didn't coincide with the dates it was like at some festival that was an amazing clip the torren festival where i don't know my favorite festival speaking of why i know the song so well uh my boss sent that to me years ago right when it uh right when he first found it and i, I stumbled back upon it. i was like oh yeah I've seen this before, but you, Josh, you mentioned them all. I need to listen to that Link Ray if you think it's really good because yeah. it wasn't like even Body Count was good, but it wasn't. It, it was it was more of a nothing. tribute. It was more of yeah. kind of a straight yeah. tribute. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. And then uh, one that I found really funny. I hadn't heard about or heard of this band in twenty some years, at least maybe thirty. Ugly Kid Joe, that's a version. Do you even know Ugly Kid Joe? Ugly Kid. Ugly Kid Joe. I mean, I love the name of that, but no. 
They had one hit in the 90s. I, re- I definitely remember them. I'm not sure. Um, huh. That's funny. Okay. Guys, I haven't heard of them. No. Um, and then the last one, the damn Hollywood vampires. Just uh, I did not watch uh, that. Good for you. Well, I watched a little bit. And, uh, and then fucking Keith Depp. Live at the Grammys? Keith Depp up there fucking waving around his... His scarves. Oh God! When a really old Alice Keith Cooper and uh, Joe Perry. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, let's move away from the Hollywood pam- vampires and and Johnny Depp's uh, scarves and other <laughs> things, and talk about how the shoes fit for Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Neil, it's your song. How do the shoes? How does? How does? How does the shoe fit? Ah, fits like a glove. Like a Milwaukee Trooper ah, motorcycle boot. A foot glove. Which, that's a certain <laughs> brand, but it has black leather and like buckles or zippers. You need black leather and chrome on this uh, okay. particular shoe. Black leather and chrome. Yes. Um, motorcycle boot, but like it also black, but very beat up, but still has a, a few years left. Yeah. Sturdy, strong, mm. powerful. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Seasoned. Jennifer, how does the does the shoe fit? This is an interesting thing that you guys do. The shoe fits. I I would say uh, a little wonky for me. Two laps. I <laughs> I <laughs> I was always called Calamity Jen, and because I was very uh, I, I was very accident prone. But then also uh, growing up i realized that my mom was always buying me a size nine and a half shoe oh good god but i i actually wear a size eight shoe (laughs) she just wanted to have double the shoes and so i was always tripping over things so yeah you you don't grow into them girl (laughs) even though you're 18 whatever (laughs) 17 so yeah i i think i think this fits like a high school shoe where i'm a little like uh it's a little we, much. I gotta take them off and get on the boat and go out to the lake. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Um, well, you know, speaking about taking your shoes off and going to Beaver Lake and checking out the hairbands. Uh, on that note, our cover of Motorhead's Ace of Spades.
And the cover you just heard was performed by Neil Marsh and Josh Bond. Thanks for listening to Pod Gave Rock and Roll to you. If you like what you heard, uh, please subscribe and give us a good rating wherever you listen. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at PodGaveRock. Next week, it's your week, Josh. What are we going to do? We are going to discuss Inside Out by Spoon. Can't wait! <laughs>